Whenever someone asks me to name an investor that I look up to, I often give a very boring, predictable answer such as Peter Lynch or Warren Buffett. But next time I might throw a curveball at them and say Mario Lemieux. I grew up watching Mario do some magical things on the ice with the pens. But up until I read a recent thread by Joe Pompliano on Twitter, I had no idea he had also made hundreds of millions on an investment he made back in 1999. I'm looking forward to sharing this thread with you right after the intro. Hello everyone, I'm Guy LeBlanc and I'm just a regular Guy or guy with a passion for investing, business, and everything in between. There are many accounts I follow on social media that I believe are doing a fantastic job of providing educational, motivational, and entertaining content, and my goal is to curate it so you can spend less time searching and reading online. This podcast is not meant to contain any financial advice. Take everything with a grain of salt and do your own research. Now, let's see what we as investors can learn from Mario Lemieux, better known as the Magnificent One. Joe starts off the thread by saying that the Pittsburgh Penguins were recently acquired by Fenway Sports Group for about $900 million. The interesting part, a former Penguins player is set to make over $350 million from the deal because of one negotiation in 1999. He goes, this is a wild story. And he starts off with a little bit of history. After a remarkable career in the Quebec Junior Hockey League, Mario Lemieux was selected number one overall by the Pittsburgh Penguins in 1984, two years after I was born. So that gives you an idea how old I am. He signed a two-year deal for 600000 with a 150000 signing bonus and got to work. So Mario Lemieux, number 66, went on to have a legendary career. Wearing number 66 now is almost as frowned upon as wearing number 99. That's the kind of impact he's had in the hockey community. And for those of you who don't know, I mean, if you're a hockey fan, you know this. It's uh, common knowledge. But number 99 was Wayne Gretzky. And basically, you do not want to wear that number. And if somebody does, you give them a hard time. It's just one of those things. He played, so Mario played 17 seasons. He scored over 750 goals, had 1,200 plus assists, and brought home back-to-back Stanley Cups in 1991 and 1992. But that's only part of the story. Penguins ownership saw their business collapse throughout the 1990s. Revenue crashed while expenses tripled. And with $100 million in debt, the team was forced to declare bankruptcy in 1998. So who was their largest creditor? If you're any good at guessing based on the title of this episode, you likely guessed right. Mario Lemieux would be correct. At this point, he was owed over $26 million in deferred salary. But rather than chase pennies on the dollar in court... Mario Lemieux came up with a brilliant solution. What he ended up doing is he offered to buy the team with an investor group, financing his part by converting $20 million of his deferred salary into equity. Once done, Lemieux owned 25% of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Since buying the Penguins in 1999, Mario Lemieux and his ownership group have revitalized the franchise. Annual revenue is up from $55 million to $185 million. They've built a new arena, and have locked in lucrative cable deals. I believe one of the most significant moves he made that sort of got them going in the right direction was drafting Sidney Crosby in 2005 and taking him under his wing. Crosby would start at the age of 18, live under Mario's roof, and immediately make an impact and soon become the captain of the team. Almost every year since then, the team has had a chance to be a contender. 
And most people believe that Mario played a key role in properly grooming Crosby for the big jump in the big league. I guess I'm going to take my opportunity here to add my uh, claim to fame. I actually played three games on Crosby's line back in 2001. I was 19. He was 14. Uh, we were trying out for the Truro Bearcats uh, in, in Nova Scotia. It's a junior A team. I remember when someone told me a 14-year-old would be trying out for the team, my initial reaction was, this is BS. And I was thinking, this is likely a case where the dad has a bunch of money or connections. Anyway, one thing for sure is I was confused more than anything else, thinking about the skill level I remembered having and playing against when I was 14. It just didn't make sense. That year, one of the guys on the team told me he had heard about this Crosby kid, and it sounded like he was the real deal. So my expectations were pretty high going into this. And my memory's awful, but I believe he finished second in scoring in preseason. And after seeing him play, it was pretty obvious that this guy was not just a regular 14-year-old. Um, so much attention to detail, so much curiosity, and just the drive to be the best at everything. I was one of the fastest skaters in every league I played in, and obviously some had way better hands, were stronger, and had more hockey sense, but I remember Sid asking me how he could be faster, and I remember saying something like, you're 14, your your legs aren't near as strong as they're going to be, and you're not that far off behind anyway, so I, I don't think you should worry about that. So looking back, my advice probably wasn't that bad, but I'd be shocked if he if he remembers. They ended up sending him back to Midget AAA. And that's what it was called at the time. But let's be clear. It was 100% due to the age, um, the difference in age, and, and not due to lack of skill. He would have likely led our team in scoring by the end of it. Okay, sorry. Sorry for the rambling. Back to Mario. Do you know what's even better about him buying the stake in the company? The Pens actually ended up winning three more Stanley Cup trophies. And to add on to that, most recently, they ended a 633-game sellout streak that lasted more than 14 years. And Mario is the only person in NHL history to have their name on the Stanley Cup as both a player and owner. The franchise is now one of the NHL's strongest. There's no doubt about that. Mario increased his equity stake over the years and is expected to stay as a small minority owner after the sale. So... Let's think about this. At a 900 million valuation, that means Lemieux turned his 26 million deferred salary into roughly $360 million. That makes it one of the best athlete investments ever. Mario Lemieux's deal to buy the Penguins might seem like a no-brainer now, but that wasn't always the case. Lemieux found leverage and got creative, incentivizing himself with uncapped upside and turned a bad situation into an incredible investment. As they say, equity is key. I was pretty young at the time, but I remember a lot of people were saying that they should just move, that Pittsburgh was never going to be able to support an NHL team again. Uh, it was not going well, and the team wasn't playing well at all. Like Even the first year that Crosby played, they were pretty much dead last uh, or close to it. Um, he was putting up big numbers, but they weren't doing well. Uh, but after that, things kind of started going in the right direction. So it just goes to show he didn't give up. He invested in what he believes in. He invested in what he knows. And not only did he support the team by um, helping fund it, 
or helping uh, support it um, financially. But he was able to pick the right players and spend time with them and have a positive impact in many other ways to eventually become a successful franchise. Before wrapping it up, Joe also posted the link to an article in 1999 by Thomas Heath that I want to share with you, or I just want to highlight some uh, parts of it. Um, I love the photo in it. It's it's Mario and uh, Yermir Yager joking around. They're they're laughing at something. I'm not sure what it is, but that's the most exciting duo that I've ever seen. Both of them were so talented and uh, racked up tons of points when they played together. Uh, so I wanted to share that. The article starts off by saying National Hockey League icon Mario Lemieux was dining with advisors at a Morton's of Chicago Steakhouse in downtown Pittsburgh last October, contemplating a dilemma. His former team, the Pittsburgh Penguins, had been placed into bankruptcy days earlier by owners Howard Baldwin and Roger Marino, and no one was sure how Lemieux could collect his more than $26 million in salary owed him. More importantly, no one wanted to see the team sold and moved from Pittsburgh. And then there's a few quotes from Lemieux I want to share it from you. He goes, the thought surfaced that the team was going to be liquidated or leave town, said Lemieux, who retired after the 1996-97 season. I didn't want that to happen. We decided that I would buy it myself with some investors in town. He also goes on to say later in the article, the bankruptcy process was a great learning experience, but it was a tough process to go through. Uh, he said, there was a lot of frustration day to day. I surrounded myself with smart people. He goes on to say that he believes that a lot more players in the future are going to get involved in their sports. Uh, it's healthy. That's good for the sport. And he also mentioned, I played golf for a couple of years and I was hoping for something else. So I might as well be doing something that's been in my blood since I was three years old. So it definitely wasn't an obvious investment to make. It wasn't easy by any means, but he surrounded himself with smart people and invested in something that he was passionate about and something that he understood well. On top of providing the financial support, he was also able to use his knowledge and love for the game to add more than just financial value. And this is something that we can do as investors as well. You can talk to management, and if you have ideas or concerns, you can share them with the team. They might not listen or care, but if they do, and it makes a difference, it could end up being the difference between winning or losing, or winning small, uh, or winning big. I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you found it interesting. I certainly found the thread really interesting and, and was surprised that I didn't know about these details. So it was great. And I encourage you to follow Joe Pompliano on Twitter. He's at Joe Pompliano. I'll also add the link to the thread in the show notes. I invite you to click on that. And also the link to the article that he posted as well. So thank you again for listening. And until next time, stay fit, stay rested, and have fun.